Hey, New Yorkers, do you want to start making cash back for eating out? Try the Cedared app. It gives you gift cards for eating at restaurants across the city. It's simple. You download the app, book a table, take a photo of your receipt, and then they send you gift cards to your favorite stores like Starbucks, Lululemon, Amazon, and more. Use my promo, Jacqueline23, to get 15 bucks in Starbucks gift cards right now. Not kidding. Fifteen. $15. Use my promo, Jacqueline23. You'll immediately start earning. Plus, you'll get cash back on where you eat out. What's the catch? Nothing. These are usually newer restaurants trying to get their name out there, and you can help them do that while earning rewards. You don't have to take a background check. You don't have to get your leg. Nope. All you got to do is download the Seated app and then start earning. Use my code, Jacqueline23. The app is spelled S-E-A-T-E-D. So simple. Seated. This is the Making a Musical podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline. Throughout the podcast follows the development and execution of our musical. I'm doing a new thing called Walk and Talk. Yep, from here on out, every single day until opening night, I'm going to do a podcast. It's all going to be me walking and talking because I don't really have time to go in the studio, a.k.a. my kitchen. However, I definitely do have time to walk and run because that's all I'm doing these days. I'm going to talk about why I have to do some of the set in a second. But before I get to that, I'm going to tell you where I'm going. So right now I'm in Midtown, which is, excuse me, near Rockefeller Center. That was a tourist that I was very nice to. So remember that, guys. I'm nice to tourists. Actually, I'm only nice in Midtown because I have to, like, run into them. And if you don't say excuse me or sorry, then they're mad. And then they're like, you're a mean New Yorker. But if you're downtown and, like, Soho, you bump into someone, you just keep walking. Because that happens. You bump in. But now in Midtown, got to be nice. Anyway, so I'm going from 46, which is near Rockefeller Center, down to uh, the Madison Square Garden area. I got to pick up fabric for a curtain. I'm like the curtain designer. I've spent so much time on these curtains. I feel like the only title I want is curtain designer. Call me curtains. Um, No, I don't want that title. But like if I were being a smart ass, I would put that title there. Anyway. Oh, yeah. You can get tickets for our show, by the way. You've probably known that. But we're now on Today Ticks, which is amazing. So Today Ticks... Go there, you'll get a $26 ticket for previews. Pretty good deal. Um, I'm happy that we're on there. And I don't really have any background about today, Tix. I know that the guy, remember that episode I had about the guy who lied about being an investor in order to get women um, so he could live with them? Remember that episode about the dossier? So that guy lied and said that he was an investor in today, Tix. Um, that's always funny. I always thought like, oh, the Today Ticks guy's going to invest in Good Morning New York. Not true. He was not an investor. He's just broke and unemployed. And hey, Today Ticks still likes me, which is great. I like them too. So get our ticket for previews. 26 bucks. You can't beat that. You can't beat it. But if you want to avoid those fees, um, something that would help me out more is if you just go to goodmorningnewyorkmusical.com buy a ticket through there. I'll even give you a code so you'll save some money. The code is FRIENDS. So simple, right? Type in FRIENDS on our website. Well, go to our website, click on the thing, and that'll take you to the ticket spot. And then at the upper right, it'll say enter promo and enter the promo. FRIENDS, 
you'll get $30 tickets and the fees are not as much as today ticks will charge you for fees. So really up to you. I don't care. I kind of do care. Go through. I, I would recommend you go through my website, but because that'll save you money. But whatever. It's really up to you. Oh, yeah. Get our album, too. So we're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. And uh, it's one old big time. It's funny. It's hard to promote a show while I'm walking in the middle of the city. Hey, but I walked four blocks so far. Now I'm at Bryant Park. Which, if you've never been here, I don't know, you're not missing, not missing much in Bryant Park. It's okay, but not my favorite. Oh, and if you see a show in January, make sure to keep your playbill or look at the back of your playbill because you will see an ad for us in the off-Broadway section. I think we're the first one there, too. So check out your playbills this January. Now, I'm going to be trying a lot of new things during these spontaneous daily podcasts. It's like we're just walking together, isn't it? It's so nice. It's so nice to have you around. So um, I am going to tell you all about my curtain adventure and why I'm doing this after I take a break and get to my new segment, (laughs) which is called, I'm walking with my script in my hand, which was a bad idea. So let's take a break and get to a new segment like word on the street the word on the street i break down the headlines of what's going on in the theater community let's go let's kick things off with my new segment the word on the street begins now universal pulling cats from its four-year consideration page that means the film is no longer eligible for an oscar nomination the movie has a 17 percent rating on rotten tomatoes and some somber news out of broadway the composer of hello dolly passing away yesterday tony award winner jerry herman dying of lung complications he was 88 years old and the list is out the top streamed musicals of the decade are fourth be more chill third wicked second dear evan hansen first Hamilton. I still have not seen Hamilton. This ranking was put together by Playbill.com and I've seen two of these shows. I have not seen the top two so I guess I'm behind and I'm sure everyone else in the nation has. Finally, A Soldier's Play begins previews on Broadway's tonight. That actually is something that I am going to see. It's about a murder on a Louisiana Army base. Dramatist Guild members get in for free. That's why I get to see it but you have to request your ticket in advance if you're a member. That is the word on the street. Let's get to our musical now. We open in 15 days. We still don't have curtains for the set. We actually had to change set designers recently. I haven't really talked about it, but I figure, you know what? It's two weeks away. We're scrambling and it's all because we don't have a set designer anymore. And we had one and we don't. But like I said, this is not a gossip podcast. I don't gossip. I don't name names. I just talk about how to produce a musical. So basically what happened is we hired someone in the summer. And um, as time and months went on, she uh, didn't seem like this was her top priority. And then sent us a text saying that this isn't her top priority and so I decided to let her go now after that (laughs) uh, we've been scrambling so you know I don't think I should have to be designing the set but I am and that is life 
and it's gotten in the way of everything. <laughs> Marketing, interviews, rehearsals, my mornings, my afternoon, my evening, but don't worry about it because here's the great thing about being thrifty and, and an improviser is uh, I can figure it out. So thankfully I met with a designer who made us uh, 3D renderings and some outlines. Our co-producer, Nikki, is a very talented interior designer. So she did the inside and then I'm in charge of buying, picking up stuff, assembling and sewing the curtain. So it's definitely possible, highly inconvenient, but you know what? I don't mind because it's gonna look good. And also, I did it for a really good deal because the budget was going up. And then, when the set thing happened, I kinda, we had to design it. <laughs> and uh, we kept the budget really low. It's interesting how you approach things when you go from a budget standpoint opposed to a design standpoint. I'm just messing with you. It actually looks great. So, the only thing that I'm concerned about is the curtains, and that's because I'm responsible for them. <laughs> and like my Aunt Jackie, who I'm not named after, but she does have the same name as me, she's the one that taught me how to sew. So like I have a basic understanding of sewing. And the theater comes with curtains on the main stage, but we have a middle curtain that's supposed to be the New York City skyline. And we just have to sew the curtain, or well, make, <laughs> A curtain to be the New York City skyline in the middle so on the New York scenes you slide on that curtain now the problem is the lighting in the back could impact um, a lot of it so we had to get a sheer curtain that the lighting could go through so like half not half like the upper third of the, of the curtain is sheer and then the bottom is like a silhouette of the New York City skyline who's in charge of that curtain me I'm not artsy so I already bought the shear. The shear's good. I already sewed that thing together. And now I have to go buy the fabric for the outline. And then I have to like design it. But I might bring in Amanda, our costume designer. She says that she has a really good understanding of how this works. So I might bring her in to do it because I do not have a good understanding of how this works. So I just hope it looks good because like I'm really uncomfortable with the fact that I, the producer, playwright, co-composer, lyricist, I think that's it. Are those all my titles? Yeah, I think, oh, marketing. <laughs> I feel like I'm really uncomfortable that like adding this curtain to all of my other tasks is, uh, I'm, just, I'm uncomfortable with this being one of my tasks. And on top of that, I don't think I qualify for this to be one of my tasks. And on top of all of that, it's taking away from all of the tasks. Like, it's not something I'm good at. So I think I'm gonna buy the fabric and then hand that off to Amanda. Because <laughs> um, she knows what she's doing. And I, I don't. But the problem is like, this is my, my main concern right now is that curtain. And it, it shouldn't be at all. So that's my thought on the curtain. Okay, so we have that, but then I'll give you some other sneak peeks about the set that I'm really excited about that Nikki was in charge of uh, assisting with. We have a scene at the plaza and I'm gonna spill something about it. Don't tell anyone. They're just gonna you can tell everyone it's a public podcast. What we're gonna do at the plaza is we have a very nice song that you have not heard and it's supposed to be very, very classy. But on top of that, what I have to do is oh sorry i'm losing my brain for a second 
so on top of the plaza, what I have to do is sew another curtain because we have a little flower arrangement that I don't want to really announce. But I'm just going to say something happened with, happens with flowers that I have to sew as well. And then on top of that, something happens at a baby shower that I have to sew. And on top of that, something happens with some TVs that I have to sew. So I just have to do a lot of sewing. And if I would have known this, I would have opted for a different set. <laughs> it's okay, I'm just joking. All these are my ideas. Well, well, one of them wasn't. But this is not a gossip podcast. I'm happy to do it. It's all going to look good as long as the proper people do it. So we'll see. That's my little rant about the curtains. So if you're curious about a day in the life of a producer, let's just go through my laundry list. So when I was walking, I realized that we have a t-shirt contest winner. Congratulations again. I have to print that on a shirt like really, really soon. I totally forgot. Um, so, sir, your shirt is coming for the show. I just completely forgot. Also, I'm walking by a little holiday market, hence the loud music. Excuse me. Okay. All right. Man, that threw me off. Okay, so now I have to buy... Now i got to go buy small props from CVS. I have to spray paint the Staten Island Ferry Fence. Yeah, so I got like a dog fence that keeps dogs or babies in a room. But it's gray, so I have to spray paint it orange. I have this spray paint just... I don't know how I'm going to do that in my apartment. Um, I have to edit 14 Wake Up and Rise videos for Instagram. Edit 14 countdowns that you'll see on Instagram. Go through the script with props. Make the curtain. Make the flower curtain. Long-term to-do list. I still have to invite all of the Off-Broadway Alliance judges to the show. Um, I'm going to reach out to a few more reporters. Yeah, we have some coming to the show, but I want a little more. Got to get insurance, which insurance is like 700 bucks. I'm waiting on Fractured Atlas to tell me if... I can get a cheaper one, but like right now I'm paying 722 if I go with the deal that I have, which I guess I figured and I, I probably can't get cheaper, but we're starting to get low on money. Um, and it's crazy, like printing, it's insane how much money printing just takes. I, that was probably my biggest unexpected cost because whether you have to replace someone or get someone new or your team grows or like... You change a song, you have to print all of it all over again, and it just really adds up. I think I had like maybe 250, no, I think it was 200 budgeted for printing. I'll have to look. But I had a few hundred budgeting for that, and uh, you know, all of a sudden, there it goes. <laughs> so, um, printing's pretty wild. Okay, what else do I have to do? Um, I still got to follow up with a bar for our after party. I got to get stickers for Broadway Con. So right now we have a booth for Broadway Con, which is cool. We're in the corner, which is fitting for that Dim the Light song over there in the corner booth. But the problem is we don't have, um, we don't have anything for the table. <laughs> so I now have a very exciting new team member named Sydney. She's joining us January 2nd. She'll be helping out with the show, assistant stage managing, and... She'll be leading the way alongside me for our Broadway Con booth. She has a lot of experience doing this in San Diego, so I can't wait to bring her on. And her and I are going to have a little powwow next week ahead of our first tech rehearsal to talk about what to go through, and then we're also going to go through the whole Broadway Con list. 
I, I, I mean, I used to be a promotions intern for KYGO in Denver, but yeah, I, we have a booth, but nothing on it. I got a banner. I know that on Friday, we're going to have like the crew there and on uh, Saturday, we're going to have cast, uh, the cast and we're going to have, um, you know, sign headshots or something. I also need posters. I need a lot of stuff. The problem is I'm, I'm running out of money. So now it's just like, okay, I could either market or I could get this or this for like the set or two more hours of rehearsal. So what would you rather do, market or rehearse? It's just like, the, the good thing is like I'd stayed on budget, but the bad thing is the siren is so loud behind me, No, which is going to get louder. It's coming. Should I turn this off? Oh, no, no. It's leaving now. Okay. Yeah, so the good thing is, I mean, we're on budget, but the bad thing is, like, that budget's almost up. So I'm really nervous. Excuse me. I'm really nervous about if, um, that guy had it was a bike, too. He was totally going to run me over, I tell you. Midtown. Why, why are New Yorkers mean? Because I'm trying to do a podcast. People keep biking and running us over. <sighs> oh, yeah. So, Broadway Con. Is that, was that what I was talking about? Sorry. <laughs> My life flashed before my eyes, and I forgot where I was. Um, yeah, Broadway Con. Very excited. Cast. We're going to do autographs. Uh, but yeah, running out of money. Running out of money. I, I wish that I would have budgeted like two grand more just for safety, you know? Just to have it. Because part of me is like, should I email my landlord and be like, hey, can you just use my deposit until the 9th and I can pay your rent on the 9th? I just don't like not having a safety net. I really, really need a safety net. <sighs> so that's that puts me a little... I'm a little uneasy about it. Um, as for ticket sales, I mean, our first night we sold 10. I got to fill 200 seats, guys. So 10. Second night we've sold two. These are previews, though, so I'm not worried. But then, I mean, opening night we have um, 80? 83? Yeah. So we're well on our way for opening night. It's just... Huh, just trying to get where I need to go. Okay, what else is on my list? Uh, Broadway Con stickers. I have to order shirts for our Broadway Con. Maybe cups for the bar with our logo on it. Beer sponsor. We have a beer sponsor, Original Sun Hard Cider. They're donating ciders for opening night so everyone who shut comes. And if they're 21 or up, they'll get a nice cider. But the only problem is I don't know where to ship it because... The we're through Cafe Wa, which has a liquor license, and they have a their distributor is a different distributor than what Original Sin Hard Cider uses. So what I've been emailing about for weeks now, in between the set stuff, is trying to get a trying to get okay. Well, I don't even know. I don't even know how to start this conversation. So basically, Original Sin Hard Cider is donating cans to us. They would send it to Cafe Wa, but they have a different distributor. So Cafe Wa is going to ask their affiliate, which is a few um, blocks away, Groove, I believe maybe it's one block away. Cafe Wa is going to ask their sister restaurant if Original Sin can send beer to them, and then I'll pick it up and take it to the venue. And if that works, then I got to pay them first. So also, I have to save money to pay <laughs> them for the distributor first. But that, I mean, they'll pay me back but it's just like a whole thing. So like right now, I mean, this curtain takes up my entire life, but I currently don't have a place for an after party and I 
currently don't have a place to send booze, which is a sponsor of mine. And the tea, I'm the tea. I sent an email on, but they're out for vacation, so I don't have the tea mailed yet. The bags might be late. I just put in that request, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll get it to you by probably the tenth." It's like, "Oh my God, I need my opening night bags for the eleventh." So it's just like a series of all of these management producing things, and yeah, set design just completely is getting in my way, and I'm not even gonna be, I'm not even gonna hide it. Like this whole set thing is ridiculous. So that's all I gotta say. It's ridiculous. Not happy about it. It's gonna look good. We have a good team. But like, come on, <laughs> I have more, I have, I have important things to do. Not more important, it's all important. Every part of the show is important. And last year I realized that we really, 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 really needed a set. And we're gonna have one and it's gonna look bomb. It's just, uh, if we have a set, we might not have an after party or beer or gift bags or, <laughs> or, or networking or marketing or not networking, marketing anything we just will have the show I guess that's good though I guess that's good you know my priorities are in the right spot because we're gonna have the show and it's great all right what else do I have oh yeah yeah now before I let you go I want to talk about one more thing there's really no nice way to say this but moving forward I am only going to be using my social media for my professional stuff in the next month and I'm not going to be doing too much personal stuff like I'll post personal stuff but when it comes to conversations and interacting I'm not going to be doing that I I do not have time and I love love you all love chatting and talking but uh, I'm just I've reached a point where I can barely function no I can totally function I can fully function <laughs> I'm not going to lie and say I can't function. I can. But it's very hard to function and to do all of the things I have to do with my phone going off with a new notification every hour. Because, you know, as you all know something about me, I usually leave the door open and I'm like, anytime, any place, I'm here. I'm not. <laughs> not anymore. I'm so busy. Okay, now I want to talk about something that I saw on 60 Minutes because there's actually some science behind this and a reason why my phone is going in the trash. 60 Minutes once did a story about how Silicon Valley's engineering your phone, apps, and social media to get you hooked. According to the report, these consistent interruptions, constant, sorry, I can't read, I'm walking here. According to the report, constant interruptions from your smartphone can change your brain's chemistry to make you feel anxious, stressed, and distracted because smartphone notifications trigger a hormone. And what that hormone does is it uh, increases your heart rate, making your muscles tense and causing sweaty palms. The hormone triggers a fight or flight response to danger. And while it may have, um, it might have been helpful back in the day when we were a caveman and it made you super aware of your surroundings for safety. Today, every time you get a notification, you get that same trigger and you have to check your phone. And so as you guys all know, I wake up every day with 12 texts and then 24 <laughs> emails. And it's hard to go through the day and not look at your or look at your phone and be like, oh, another thing, another thing, another thing. And every time I get something, I'm immediately stressed out. And then even when they're like nice things, which I love, which a lot of you guys do send, like you love the podcast. Um, I still love them. You can still send them. I just 
we'll only give you a little heart and then I'll respond in a month and a half when I'm less stressed. Um, but yeah, I basically have been uh, having to set this boundary with my friends that I'm just distracted 24 seven. And if my phone keeps going off and it's about your Tinder date or if it's about anything that will distract me from sewing a curtain, it's just gonna stress me. And then I'm gonna feel bad because I'm not responding. Then I'm gonna try to respond, but then I wanna give a good response. So then I like give it all, all I got. And then it's just like, wow, an hour later, I completely got sidetracked. And it happens when I post Instagram videos. I just go down the rabbit hole. So I'm trying to be more productive and to just stay off social media because I do notice that these notifications do trigger high anxiety and high stress. And I don't need that anymore because I have so much of it. So just so you know, I'll be off the map, I'll still be posting, but if I'm not responsive, give me a month and a half and I will get back to you. Besides that, I think that's all we have. So that's my walk and talk. I'll let you know how far I came. We're also on Christmas break for the musical, so the next few days are key in me getting this set stuff figured out so then I can solely focus on the stuff that I'm good at, which is producing, the writing's done. So I'll just be there. That's it, guys. Thanks for listening. Hope I wasn't a little snappy. I know I was, but if, I'm sure you guys have produced a musical and you've been snappy too. So, uh, you know, get me some slack. All right, I've arrived at the fabric store and I'm going to go shop. Shop till I drop. <laughs>